Hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 in 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today we're finally going to be talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson. Uh, don't need to explain to you guys what Star Wars is. Um, Ryan Johnson, if you guys don't know, has directed many things such as Looper and that's about it. And some very yeah, good episodes that, of Breaking popular Bad. popular thing. And some yes, very good of, episodes. Probably two, two of my five favorite episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, which I didn't know until I looked up. But that was – when did, was that like seven years ago he directed those episodes? Wait, no, no. Well, no. He, he did Ozymandias, which is like – Yeah. You know, was that 2013? So, yeah. It was like 2014, yeah. or thir- 2014 or 13. Fly was a couple years before that though. And he did like two uh, – like three others. Like they were very yeah. – well, well, like – well-respected things but like as yeah. far as like movies it's just like he's only really done like two or three other featured movies or whatever yeah and and he's he's still pretty he's like 44 which it was one of the things i was kind of excited for them to have someone like this direct star wars movie instead of like i mean the J like we, we don't have like on the force awakens podcast we talked about all the star wars stuff before like how we feel about it um our history with star wars all that we're not going to rehash all that but i think I, I like The Force Awakens. Like, it was fine. It was a fine movie. I don't think either of us really loved it. So, and and whatever. Like, we like J.J. Abrams well enough, but I, I wasn't, like, super into Force Awakens. I mean, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, too. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I, I heated the uh, criticisms of those more familiar with Star Wars lore who were like, well, they're just kind of, like, repeating their old, hitting the yeah. old beats. And I was like, sure, you're right about that, but, like, I still, uh, I still had fun and yeah, whatever. I mean, like not the best movie I've ever seen, but like I still still had a fun, enjoy these people and all that stuff. And then like we were pretty much on the same page on Rogue One last year. Um, Fucking trash. Yep. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So now there's a new one following up on a movie which like we just both said uh, we both liked. And um, I'm not gonna say I love this movie, uh, but I think I would say that you have stronger feelings about it. So. Why don't you just start start us off by saying, uh, Anthony, how did you enjoy uh, The Last Jedi? Uh, I very much did not like The Last Jedi. So, I don't hate I don't hate The Last Jedi, but I I think it's just it's just very clearly not a good movie to me. And then, which is less, you know what I mean? Like I hated Rogue One. But this movie, I just don't think it's very good. It's not like a hate thing. I just don't think okay, it's Okay, well, good. based on what I'd seen on – like we hadn't really actually talked about it before just now. So when I'd seen like you on Twitter going back and forth with people and like uh, we did our podcast with on um, The Disaster Artist and you m- made a couple comments about it there. So I wasn't <laughs> sure like what – how you thought of it in relation to like the quality yeah. of it in yeah. regards well, to – Well, does like, that make sense like what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, th- I think I like this uh, more than you did. But like I would agree like I, I'm very, very down on Rogue One like you are. But here I – um, definitely this is better than that. I think I might have gotten more out of this than you did, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you like The Last Jedi is awesome or anything like that. So Yeah, and, and it's weird because like I saw it with I, – I saw it with two of our friends. I saw it with Sammy and Sky, right? And like mm-hmm. we're sitting in the parking lot after just like talking about the movie and I just like – Skylar and I are just not on the same page at all about like – like, Is Sky like a big Star Wars guy? Or? Yeah, he's a big Star uh, Wars guy and like he admitted the movie wasn't good but he was like I liked it. And I, I just like – it's just hard for me to sort of like get that perspective I guess because it doesn't – it, it to me it doesn't really seem like it services like a Star Wars fan, but 
I guess I'm just not a big enough Star Wars fan to like well, get that part. I don't a, know. It's a weird thing to discuss in regards to this and that like we both we talked about this earlier in the week how like there were these Star Wars I, I don't know, fanboys is the right word, or people that just really yeah, like the last Jedi. Oh, well, I guess on Twitter talking about how they felt the need to defend the last Jedi from the fanboys that were hating on it because they didn't yeah. like that it didn't go out all out with like a lot of the theories that they thought it would address. But I, I don't feel like I've encountered that many Star Wars fanboys that didn't like it. But I have seen a lot of people on Twitter and stuff talking about the need to talk about how great it is and how the, these fanboys, who I'm not sure who they are, are wrong. Um, so it's interesting that Sky, I, I, not that you go so far as to call a Star Wars fanboy, maybe a little more familiar with Star yeah. Wars more than us, still really liked it in spite of maybe not saying it was awesome or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He was just like defending it as like, oh, it's cool to see the Star Wars stuff, which is like everyone's argument all the time now is like, well, we get to see Star Wars stuff on film. But I, I, I don't know if it's just like me, like trying to actually like criticize the movie as like an adult or look at like I don't know because like I don't have this like watching it as a kid nostalgia thing that a lot of people do and, I'd and say so I'm like, watching the movie and I'm trying to like criticize it as like a movie that came out in 2017 and I'd say they're definitely like there's a level of like all out fanboy and then something and I think there's something between that and us where like yeah. people like still have a relationship with these movies that are more familiar with them than we are and just uh or have a somewhat of a deeper relationship, even though you did watch all these movies a couple years ago, you weren't like, Oh my God, I'm the biggest fan. I haven't <laughs> watched any of them since the force post pre force awakens in a long time. Sure. And there's people that are just like a little more familiar with star Wars, but maybe wouldn't be like the most biggest, crazy biased fanboys yeah. between uh, the, us and that. But like, I think, um, in like it's very weird in that the um the Rotten Tomatoes score and we we can acknowledge Rotten Tomatoes isn't the end all be all of stuff but there's a very big split between the audience and yeah. the critics too on there between like ninety three yeah. to like fifty eight percent or something like that so I guess there and I I did talk to a, a couple of my coworkers who I'm also consider friends came in my office and like shut the door on Monday or Tuesday because they're like, <laughs> worried about other people here not supporters and they want to talk to me about it and I think they fall in that middle crowd where they're not like the people that are gonna like be lining up in like costume or anything like that but sure know it better than me and they they were disappointed so i think maybe there is something to the fact that maybe there is like a smaller group that's just like all about it and then maybe a lot of other people are like really out on it like you or kind of disappointed like them or just kind of meh like me um so my question for you then is as someone that uh did like the last jedi i didn't think it was the greatest thing since you, slice or force awakens force didn't, didn't think yeah. it was the greatest thing since sliced bread Wh- what about this movie um, did it work for you that maybe, uh, or no, didn't necessarily work in the last Jedi, but made it so like, or just kind of keep saying last Jedi instead of yeah, Force Awakens. Awakens. I got like, you. What got what made you get more out of Force Awakens than you did out of this? Is what I would say to start. Yeah, I, which I think is a which I think is a fair question, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think Force Awakens I, I, there was like so much anticipation and like energy and like just. There was just like a vibe about it when I, when you went to go see it, right? And I I think I saw it two or three times in the theater. I, I saw it um, twice. Yeah, and like watching it, there was just like it it was like cool and like it knew it was cool and like the thing is obviously like it cop it basically was just a retread of of episode four whatever that's fine, um, but it was like such a competent movie whereas. 
the first three, like the original, like one, two, three were so bad. And like, everyone was like, Hey, we need, we want star Wars to be good again, whatever, whatever. And I think force awakens was just did a well, a good enough job to like set the stage. Right. And then last Jedi comes out and it's just, it's so tonally like different than the force awakens, but it's also like to- so tonally different throughout the movie. Um, I, like obviously we're recording this. What is it? Uh, December twenty first. It's like a Thursday, uh, like a week after yeah, Star Wars yeah. com- came out. Um, so you know nothing we're gonna say is gonna be like wholly original because there's, everyone has their takes on Star Wars already. But like the comedy in this movie was so out of place to me, and I don't think I laughed one single time. It was so strange the way they like try to like use like the Guardians of the Galaxy joke things uh in this movie it really reminded me of like a dc movie and like which is not a compliment <laughs> i'm sorry i uh, wait i i, I you, you did not need to make that um that clarification <laughs> but uh um i guess i yeah i i don't know if i really necessarily was like uh grown at any of the comedy but i um but i i don't know if i laughed i don't know that it was cringeworthy um, but it was just like it was just weird because it, it feels like a lot of the things they're trying to talk about are like serious. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm I I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, I I uh, I might have laughed at the porgs one or two more times than I would care to admit. Um, sure. And I I I did laugh at the um at the at the um at toward, in the final scene where like uh Luke, yeah. Luke brushed the shit off his shoulder or whatever like i kind of I, I mean like <laughs> i fucking hated that uh, okay i, I don't know <laughs> I, it, it, it was it was kind of out of nowhere but i'll cop the laughing at that sure but, um other than that i uh, um there's one of one of the other things that uh um in the one scene with uh what's her Lupita's character is it Maz um she yeah. made some kind of really she made some sexual yeah. reference and i yeah what the I, fuck I, 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 I think I, I think I I laughed at that the second time I saw it. The first time I saw it, I was in a I, I was like half asleep for half the time because I had a long few days before that. So I, I'm more of my opinions are probably were formed on my second watch, which is also an IMAX. But uh, I laughed at that one. I, I did probably laugh at that one Maz sex joke. Um, and other than that, I'm not really sure if there was anything I like genuinely really laughed at that much. And um, I'm having trouble picking out a lot of times where I'm like, oh, that, that was really bad that it fell flat. But like, I, d- I, would, I would not disagree if someone's like, there is a lot more comedy in this than uh, – or there was the ratio – They of, just like, like try to force the, the, the comedy. The ratio of intended jokes to the laughs that people got was probably not what they were hoping for. Yeah. Like I just think The Force Awakens was like such a much more like natural – progression of like joke should go here joke goes there and it's funny enough whatever go to the next scene um because just like everything on uh, when when ray is with luke is just so weird with like they they do like these like the ray like keeps messing with the the caretakers and stuff on accident and it's like Oh, it, it, it's just like why? Like you don't need that in the movie. It's so weird. Well, you know, what? if we're just gonna talk about the funny stuff specifically, you know what I did laugh at a lot, which you picked <laughs> up on more in the first movie than I did, was the uh, was the Hux and uh, Kylo Ren stuff. Oh, because because yeah. it was it. it was definitely more subtle in the first movie. Like I and yeah. I kind of saw what you were saying. Like I I, that, I I haven't listened to our podcast on that since right before we did the Rogue One one last year. But that was something you enjoyed in the first movie that like I might not have gotten quite as much out of. And they just they kind of went all in on it here, and I still yeah. laughed at like all of it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that stuff was really funny. But like that's not well, like that's, yeah. not, that's not like set up slapstick line joke type stuff. It's more just like 
Kylo being like super serious and a dick to hit Hux and Hux taking everything too seriously. And like that combination is just like really funny. But as far as like, like you said, like, uh, like Ray, Ray accidentally screwing with the servants, like I might have chuckled at that too, even if you didn't. But like I kind of get what you're saying and that like it felt like they were kind of forcing that stuff in within some very serious stuff about like her and the Jedi and all that. Yeah, it was just constant, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think it's a surprise that to me, Kylo and Hux are probably like the two best written characters so far in the new in the new trilogy. Um, they're probably my two favorite characters to this point. Kylo, no question. I don't even know and, if like I don't even know if Hux is that well written. He's just like it's just such a fun performance from Donald. Sure, but where, like he just yeah. like goes he just really goes all out and totally hams it up. Yeah, but but he's supposed to right like he's just supposed to be like a a, a stuck up like general dude for the fucking bad guys and. And he plays it perfectly, right? Like that first scene he, is that first scene yeah. is kind of fun. Like, did you not laugh at the first scene with uh, Poe and him? No, that that was the most cringeworthy in oh. any Star Wars movie I've ever oh, watched. Okay. It I, was I, awful. I, I, that I, was an awful scene. Oh, okay, I did kind of enjoy that, where like how he's reacting and like like Hux is not like breaking character at all. He's like, no, we are going to destroy you. Like he just keeps doing that. And, like I, I don't know. I just got a kick out of that, where it's like even if like you're not laughing at like Poe specifically, like I'm just laughing at Hux like totally taking it seriously no matter what. And I I did kind of enjoy him like reacting. Well, like Poe uses a your mama joke in that in that fucking exchange. Like, what what year are we living in that that this is happening via space phone? Fair like, enough. why would he be on a whole? It's just, uh, it's just so weird. Um, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I guess this podcast is probably just going to be full spoilers anyway, right? Like, oh yeah, every every everyone <laughs> yeah. in the world is seeing Star Wars. Okay. I, I was already okay. seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, man, I don't even I don't even know where to go next. Uh. I, I really didn't. I don't. I don't think I really like Poe in this movie, to be honest. Oh no, I definitely think they're like way waste. They're wasting Oscar Isaac. Like he's such a good actor, yeah. and it's like I. I did enjoy that first scene, but other than that, it's just like him whining about not getting to blow shit up. Not that compelling. And it, it's just again, I, I. I sort of like. I don't hate that we're doing this like late per se. I just it's hard to you can't avoid like Star Wars content, right? Like once the movie comes out and you've seen it, like it's just there. Whatever, whatever. But. Uh, I just have to agree with like sort of the critical – the people that are critical of the movie with the consensus of like there is just like no arcs for any of these characters or they're just totally like retreaded back from the positive uh, arc they had in Force Awakens well, and Poe is – Poe is no no well, exception to that. Well, that's the thing is like in, in Force Awakens, uh, it's well known that like they thought that they were just going to kill off Poe. Like after that first scene where he like gets in the crash – and then sure. he doesn't appear in the movie for like another hour and a half. It's because they initially thought he was going to die. I don't know if it was like they rewrote it after Oscar Isaac became somewhat of a movie star or they were just like we like this guy more so than we realized when we initially sent him the script and we'll bring him back. But like it was kind of – everyone was just assuming that because Oscar Isaac's a movie star now and really does a lot of – has done a lot of other cool stuff, he's going to obviously have like a bigger and better role in the next Star Wars movie. And it wasn't that. It was – regardless of how you feel about the quality of that comedy in the first scene, at least it's him like being featured in a different way. And other than that, he doesn't really have anything that's all that compelling to do. Like he – like it's even in the last scene where they're they're driving the little – tin can planes towards the first order big time machines like yeah. he's like doing that and then all of a sudden he's just kind it's of like goes, a suicide mission well, again well, basically well, well yeah. no it kind of is but he's like he's there at the beginning 
And then that all of a sudden becomes more about Finn and Rose, and he's just gone, and that's it. Like, he has a few other scenes where he's, like, trying to convince them to do stuff. It's one part of that, which we can get to, is, like, one of my least favorite parts of this movie. But it's just, like, him complaining to other people about not getting to do what he wants. It's like, yeah. and if you want to talk about the four, like, you obviously have Luke and Leia. Like, Luke really wasn't in The um, Force Awakens, but, like, Luke and Leia being, like, the, the older characters, but the four new yeah. ones being Finn and Rey and poe and kylo ren like yeah. they more like i think they totally wasted finn in this movie like that was or, or yeah. just didn't yeah. really it was so horrifying yeah it had nothing yeah. interesting to do but like like he had like at least he had interesting stuff to do in the force awakens it's like we thought poe was gonna get to do more shit and he did like nothing so it's just yeah uh, i don't know like, yeah and, that was and, bad and we know how good of an actor he is so it's just really disappointing and the stuff with his like supposed like arc with Laura Dern was just so unnecessary where the entire the entire reason that he would have learned something is just because she just didn't tell him what was going on yeah. and she didn't tell anyone. That's what and I was it's, getting it's at. just such a stupid movie device to do that. Yeah, it's a movie and a TV thing. It's like, that's what I was getting at. It's one of my least favorite things in pop culture when one character doesn't tell another character like really important information that they have no reason not to tell that character, but they're not going to tell him that that character that stuff because it advances the plot. And it's like, here, <laughs> yeah. There, there's like, there's like no reason for her not to tell him. Like, oh, here's my plan because, like, once it happens, like, oh, that makes sense. Just he's doing. Yeah, that. Like they, yeah. They, they didn't have a better move at that point as far as their chessboard of possible moves they could do, other than like that made sense for her to just, hey, y'all get away. One, we can sacrifice one person and take out half of the first order. I'll do this. She could just tell Poe that, and we can avoid the whole mutiny storyline. Which, if I'm remembering yeah. my chronology correctly, that resulted in the deaths of some more people. And yes. they could have just like, there's no, like it, this, it was not a smart thing for her to do. And I think we're led to believe that her character is smart because like she had the idea of that maneuver. But it's like there's no reason to just hide that from yeah. people, you know? Yeah, and it, and it hurts the movie in multiple ways. It's, One, like, it's like fifteen, it, it's like fifteen minutes of time that like, yeah, is well, already yeah, a long so, movie. So fifteen minutes there. Uh, 30 minutes with the whole Rose uh, Finn shit that they yeah, wouldn't yeah. otherwise have had to do. And then three, Oscar Isaac's character just like goes on this like completely bananas. Like he develops this like I'm going to – this is the only way we can save the world, this ridiculous way plan. And he's like doing all this like crazy shit. And then it just all falls flat because it just doesn't – none of it matters. And then once it doesn't matter, there's not like – since we don't know the other plan, we're like, oh, like everyone's fucked, well, when, kind of, when, right? Yeah, but when Finn and Rose decide to do that, I think that was like all that was like very, that was actually relative, like because I said I saw this twice, and the second time I saw it, like I had actually fallen asleep, like I fell asleep for like <laughs> ten to fifteen minutes in the, in the second of my first, time. No, the first time, the first time. Oh, like, oh no, but like I no, but like I thought it was like three minutes that I fell asleep, yeah. and then I get to it and I I, I miss a lot of that mutiny subplot. But I thought that when she captures uh, Finn trying to escape, but it's not yeah. long after that that they think of that plan to go to the ca- casino planet, whatever yeah. the fuck it's called, and yeah. so like they kind of decide to do that. Before, like, it might have even been before, like, Laura Dern decided that that was her best move. Like, so it's not even sure. Like, but, like, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, that whole subplot, I agree with you. It meant nothing and it had, like, very little payoff. But as far as, like, her not, like, if she had just figured that out from the start, like, yes, that could have been avoided. But between the mutiny subplot and them going to the casino planet, whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, that's like yeah. 45 minutes that could have been one half of that time could have spent elsewhere. a half hour like, movie. Like, you could have spent half of that time elsewhere and then just not made up for the other half of that time, and it wouldn't have been as long as it ended up being, you know? Yeah. And, and so this brings me to, this brings me to two other points. Point one, I thought Rose was 
just got awful. Like that was a terrible character and a terrible performance to me. Um, especially with the whole Anne Hathaway interstellar love will save us all bullshit at the end. Oh, um, and then, yeah, it was so dumb. And then two, you're not gonna, you're not gonna like this, but this is just like evidence, like number four, that John Boyega might not be good at acting. I feel like. Oh, oh, you just mean their storyline in general? I this might be a hot take, but like I and like I, I think mean, there's no one that would agree with me. But like I would, I would, I, 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 even though like I think these are better movies than like the other, like or at least one of these, like this is a not as bad of a movie as something like The Circle, but I actually think he had a better performance in The Circle and a better performance in Detroit than he has in either Star Wars movie. Like, I just... Yeah. I don't... I, <laughs> I, I, I just think, like, he's... It's it's great that he, I'm happy for him, but, like, he seems like... You could just, like, tell through his performance he's, like, very excited to be in a Star Wars movie, and it just comes off as him just, like, being super happy to be there, and it's, like... It almost takes me out of the performance because he's, like, a, a little over the top, whereas, like... <laughs> and, I, and, 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 and in Detroit, I know you thought that movie was trash, but, like, I actually yeah. thought that was, like, an interesting performance and like the, his character was really stupid in the circle but like i thought it was at least interesting and he kind of got to play someone that was kind of mysterious and here it's just it's very whatever i mean i like at least what he had to what his character had to do made more sense in the force awakens but like here it's just uh you're it, it just doesn't make any sense to me that- and he should have died he should have died they should have let him. Yeah, they fucking should have let him now, die like, like for said, sure. Like, 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 the, like the whole, like you said, love will save us all. Like very stupid, but also it just like they, it's very. Cool. It would have actually. It would have actually made sense. Like, because they, to die and save everyone because they'd obviously had like nothing for him to like they had no good ideas for stuff to do with that character that made sense in the grand scheme of things based on everything that had happened up to that point. So I'm like. All right, cool. Like he's gonna like once he's driving straight towards that thing, I'm like, all right, cool. He's gonna like kill himself and he'll like legit actually be a resistance hero now. Like where they talked about that earlier, and he's like, no, I'm yeah. not really a hero. It's like, oh, this yeah. would be a cool a cool way to bring it full circle. Even if everything between those two points on the circle is really stupid, at least here's a way. Yes. For, at least here's a way to bring it full circle and like give him a good moment, and then he's just gone because you obviously have no good yeah. ideas for this and character. And then you have and then you have Ray like fighting for something. Like, oh my God, Kylo, you killed my friend. Basically. Basically, da 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 da. I'm gonna stand up to you, and like, obviously, we're gonna get that, but it's just like less compelling now than it could have been if he died. And and it's 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 really frustrating because uh, everything that I've read has been like, well, J.J. Abrams wrote Force, like they had Force Awakens, and they didn't like have a plan, and like what, you know, all the questions that he posed during Force Awakens, how they would be answered throughout the trilogy, right? So then you have Ryan Johnson who comes in here and writes a script and is able to sort of like write his own story. Yeah, they they gave and, him a lot of discretion from what I understand. Yeah, so so it's really disappointing that, you know, despite that, he wrote this movie that doesn't have any real character development or any like substantial plot. Hey, and I'll, then he gets to do three more movies now of Star Wars. I, I, I would disagree with no real character development because my favorite part of this movie is the Kylo stuff. Like Kylo, yeah. Well, Ky- the, Kylo is the best written character for sure, but he might be the, like. Well, no, I I don't want to make a, a big proclamation about all the Star Wars movies. Like I said earlier, like, no, he is the best character in the history of Star Wars. Because I said it. The, okay, sure. Then I'll defer to you. <laughs> but like I still thought the stuff with him in this movie is really good, and even if like I I think the the Ray Luke stuff would have been better if they'd given it more time. And they didn't, or really, they didn't. Like, I think Mark Hamill's just a bad at acting, and b they added so much weird comedy to it that I don't think I, I actually. Don't, well, um, 
would you agree he's better at acting here than he was in like the original trilogy? Couldn't be worse than he okay. was in the well, original fair. trilogies. I actually liked him in. Well, I mean, did you like him? Well, I, I we never talked about Breaksby Bear. Oh. Like, I actually liked him in Breaksby Bear. I thought it was a cool, weird performance. I've never seen him do anything live action besides until now, besides the first Star Wars trilogy and that. And I thought it was a cool, weird thing, and like I thought he was fine in this, but like. I don't know. I, I like. I thought the stuff with him and Ray was fine. I could have done more of like actually figuring out like why the Jedi were like as trash as he ultimately came to believe. Like we kind yeah. of have, have a general idea of that, and there could have been even more of that without the the Yoda scene. Like, did you agree the Yoda scene was yeah. like total fan service, completely out of place? To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. I thought it was kind of fan servicey and stupid. Like it made sense for someone to call him out on not maybe taking the right attitude towards Ray, but it just felt like we want to make the fans happy, so we'll bring Yoda back. But like I, the Kylo stuff was it was so good because I thought they told us the right amount of information um, about what had happened, like when he broke from the Jedi. Like, sure, I, I like that area of uh, that gray. Like, I you, like you're you've seen Empire Strikes Back more recently than me. There's been so much debate that I really don't give a shit about about whether or not this movie <laughs> was too much like or not enough like the Empire Strikes Back because everyone was assuming it would have a lot of parallels to that because obviously Force Awakens and New Hope did. But yeah. I guess one thing the Empire Strikes Back did, uh, people can correct me if I'm wrong, was that maybe it showed more shades of gray within this universe when the first one was just like there's good and there's evil. And yeah. I thought that it was really cool that like they told you enough about what happened and left it up in t- to interpretation about like, hey, maybe Luke was right to be scared of what he was becoming. Sure. Both but, people can be right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not totally clear. Like, you, it's, it's enough so that it's like, yo, Luke, you probably could have done this differently, and Kylo is not totally wrong for, like, lashing out. That being said, Kylo maybe doesn't need to go so far to become, like, the biggest villain in the universe. But, like, you get where he's coming from now more so than you probably did before, where it was just like – Okay, so we're Han and Leia just really shitty parents, and he has serious daddy yeah. issues. Like it, it gives yeah. the proper shading to that, and you understand why he's coming from there. And because he's because um, you already knew a little bit, maybe from the Force Awakens, that he you see him doubting himself when he's like having his like he's I don't know what's that scene where he's like talking to Vader but not really talking to Vader. I don't know, but he's confessing to being a little drawn to the light side. And yeah. you are you so we get a little bit of that there. So that's already set up for this movie where he's maybe doubting himself. And then like Ray wants him to like come with him. But and then when he's like, No, Ray, like come with me and yeah. she like and he gen- you genuinely think he you might not think he's gonna become like the best guy in the world, but whatever vision he has for him and Ray, it's something in the middle. And yeah. when she like straight up turns him down when he's earnestly making her some kind of offer and he's like thinks he might have some way out of this dark side of, of whatever life he's been living and he's maybe excited about that she sets him down you kind of buy that like wow he thought he had some other kind of way out i would i I don't i I buy that he would go the other way and now it's it's and i think he's a much more compelling big bad to have for nine than snoke yeah for sure and he's like an empathetic villain right which it's just more interesting than it's more interesting than whatever snoke would have been you know Sure, 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 sure. I agree. I I kind of thought like because a- Andy Serkis did it was playing Snoke, right? Yep. And I thought he was like pretty good. Um, and he's like obviously like we really like him, so I think it would have been cool if he was like maybe I don't know had a bigger part. Like, I don't care that he like died or whatever. Like I think that's fine and it made sense for Kylo's character. Um, but it, it, I just thought that I mean I don't really know all that much about the history of like all the sith lords and shit but i i thought andy circus playing that character could have been really cool if they wanted to do that at yeah, the same time i don't right? think they 
did the work to make him as compelling as he should have been to make me that upset no. that he's not going to yeah, be yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I, we haven't really talked about Daisy Ridley at all. Well, it's weird. I, I wasn't when I was thinking about it today. I think I was listening to some other podcast that talked about it. It's like she actually doesn't have that much to do. No, she uh, really doesn't. It's like she's barely interacts with anyone besides Luke, and then she just like she's there. Oh, okay. Would you at least agree the 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 fight scene with her and Kylo and the the Red Knights is pretty cool at least? Oh, it was like the coolest thing in all of Star Wars. So it's like so, yeah. So she has that. Besides like, that, that was awesome. The color palette, everything was dope. Yeah, so that was dope. But it's like besides that, she's just like whining at Luke. And then she lifts yes. some rock. And then she lifts some rocks up. Literally with the lifts like, oh, that was so frustrating to me that they actually did that bullshit. Yeah. So, but like that, it's that complaining to Luke, and then one badass fight scene, and that's it. Like, I really enjoyed her a lot in the Force Awakens. I was like, this is really cool that you like plucked this actress out of nowhere that is a good actress, but then it's like they really did not do a ton with her here. You know, like I think there was more potential. Yeah. For that Luke stuff, I. I the thing with her, like looking at herself in the mirror as she's like going down into the dark side Not really of that Jedi planet, and it's just shit. Yeah. very, very weird and didn't do a ton for me. And like, I still like her as an actress. It's just like you're not really doing it. You're, like you're wasting her almost as much as you're wasting Oscar Isaac in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's tough because she was really, really, really good in Force Awakens, and her character was so interesting and well written. And then. What, so what that's you, what I'm saying. It's like you have all this momentum, and then they just like cut it off by just drying everything out. So what do you what do you think of like the um, the telepathy scenes or whatever you want to call them with her and Kyle? I thought those are I thought those are really cool. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like I I just don't think this was a very good. Like, that's why I'm not like that's why I'm not saying like I hate it. Right? It, it, just, it just didn't focus on the stuff it did best enough. Is what I would. Yeah, say. yeah. Yeah. It just it's just not good because it's so all over the place and doesn't like fulfill you. It, it, like as a way that you would think it should like as a film um but i thought the tele- telepathy stuff was really cool and it was like you know because they're both like sort of like lonely people and they're like nobody really knows like how strong they are and like they don't really have an equal right and obviously like the whole plot is you know he's the dark side she's the light side they're like equal power whatever whatever they're gonna fight later in the third movie um, so I thought it was really cool that they were like having those intimate conversations and everything. And the Snoke thing made sense. Like even if I don't really, think yeah, hundred really percent that he would that like his plan made sense. Where it was like that was like I'm saying again, like it was set up that like he sent some kind of weakness in Kylo in the first one, and then like he knew that she would sense that as well, and like yes. Snoke knew it was important enough to try and kill her. That yeah, it was a good way to lure her to him. Uh, so yeah. all of that stuff made sense, and it's like. Uh, we didn't really actually we, – we, we, we mentioned how the casino thing was dumb. It was awful. So like that was a good 30 minutes of the movie. Like, uh, it felt, yeah, it felt, At least it yeah. felt like that. It probably wasn't that long, but it felt like 30 minutes. But that there was that and the mutiny thing. So if you like – you don't – you can make this a two-hour movie and like take out that that 45 minutes or whatever it was. And add 15 minutes of good stuff. And yeah, or, or even even twenty minutes a good twenty twenty five minutes of good stuff, and to all to that to that stuff like make the Luke Luke and Ray stuff a little more substantial and meaningful, and obviously more of the Ray and Kylo stuff. And I think you have a much better movie. I just don't know if it's like we're saying. I don't know if its priorities were totally in the right place. As far as that casino thing, like we both agree it was stupid. Didn't tie in everything else. I do kind of like the idea of learning, a, getting a bit more of a sense about this universe, and yeah. it's just like because like. Like we're led to believe that like this whole universe in which Star Wars exists, it's just like a ton of planets, a ton of galaxies, and we're always very focused on the First Order and the Resistance slash Jedi, good guys, whatever. And 
rightfully so, but it's cool to get a sense of the bigger world. But I, I just don't think they did it right. If that's what they wanted to do, they could have just made it matter more and feel a little yeah. more essential than it did. Like I like the, it's almost interesting because I kind of thought about that before. It's like I don't know what I don't know if I would go so far as to say I was really really interested in like the economy and how money changes yeah. hands. But it is interesting that like there's just like these this group of rich people that just like is happy just yeah. But the, and they but they brought up that thematically with Benicio's character, right? Like they brought it up like two or three times as like a plot point of Benicio, mm-hmm. like, look, Finn, there's people profit off war, da, 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 which is, you know, obviously political parallel to today, whatever you want to call it. But like it was there, but they just didn't then, care to like expand on it. And right? then, but well, well, I think they think, I think they think they expanded on it in a way because <laughs> they have this whole thing where it's like, Oh, here are all these rich people. It's essentially Monte Carlo without calling it Monte Carlo. And Oh wait, well, wait there. These rich people are, um, in a way oppressing these really poor people. And now look at these really poor people. Oh, here's this little young boy that's growing up very poor. Oh, here, he's actually a Jedi in secret and he's going to be the last shot of the movie. And that almost, <laughs> and like, I don't, if that, if that's what they think, like, Oh, we're going to justify this whole digression for this casino thing for 30 minutes by then showing that the poor oppressed people are going to eventually be the resistance. I don't think you even need that. Like you, you could have had that last shot of the movie yeah. been a very f- fine last shot with this little kid and shown him having his little thing where he can grab the broomstick with the force and then be like the last yeah. shot of the movie. You don't need the whole casino thing. That could just be there. That could be your final two minutes of the movie without any of that shit. And I think it's just as fine. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you want the whole like theme of anyone can be a Jedi, anyone can use the force kind of thing. Like we get it, but – so, it just seemed like they just went all over the place to get to that little scene. You know what I mean? Going off of that, though, would you at least agree it was cool that, like, they were just like, fuck you guys. Like, Ray's parents are nobodies. Like, she just learned the Force on her own. I, I, was, uh, I, 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 I didn't need her parents to be anyone important. I was kind of happy about that. If you remember my rant yeah. about the absentee parents and her Force Awakens. Yeah, party. so I, I guess it's twofold for me. Is One, like, I respect that Ryan Johnson would do that and, like, that he had the freedom to do that. But like personally, I wanted the way the Force Awakens was set meet my expectations up for something at least a little more important than that because like the whole like any her parents are nobody anyone could be a Jedi kind of thing is cool but it that point ultimately doesn't really have any consequence right now either it's just like. Okay, but she's still a super powerful person. She's like the most powerful person. Like, okay, and I feel like lineage has been so important in the history of Star Wars, like in all the movies. So it's it's kind of a weird way to go, but I think that can redeem itself more in the third movie. But uh, I respect that he was able to do that, but I also was like, I wanted more from it. Is it anyone can be a Jedi? Is that what they're trying to say, or is it just like you don't have to be from like royal bloodlines? I'm not. Like, I'm. Ask, I'm. I mean, I'm what's the you. difference? Well, I mean, like, like not as far as like any single person can just be a Jedi if they try hard enough. I don't think that like, that that's not what they're saying. They're just like saying it can be anyone, but it's it can't be anyone. They're like anyone wants to be trained, they can be trained. It's like it can be random people. It doesn't have to be the son of a Jedi or something or a daughter. Of a uh, Jedi. I don't. I, I'm not sure what they were saying. I just thought maybe the Force can be with random people. It, it, you can't sure. just train any citizen to be a Jedi or whatever. But I, I mean, I. I get what you're saying, and that maybe they were setting it up for more. But like, I don't know. I, I did but not. Like, I, but I did then, not need someone else to be related like, to someone else. Yeah, I hear you. I I hear you. I just 
I thought it would have been cool. Well, it's weird, right? Because they do so many fan servicey stuff, but then, hey, Ray's parents were, couldn't be fan service, and it's like, all right, well, you know, you guys pick and choose what you want to like <laughs> please the fans about, whatever. Um, I saw some people trying to say they think Benicio was her, her dad because he's a drunk, and Adam Driver said her parents were drunks or some shit, and I'm like, y'all are just stretching this too far now, just yeah, like. They're, Let it die. Let the past die. They're reaching. I mean, I and I was kind of excited to have Benicio involved, but like I, he didn't, didn't do a really ton like for me. Like character. it's like like he's yeah. trying to like it felt like he was trying a little too hard with the stuttering to make it some kind of like unique, interesting person. It's like yeah, uh, bro, I don't need I don't I don't need you going all that all out, you know. Yeah. Um, so going back to the point of what, uh, you were talking about, like the rest of the universe, right? Like we have this big first order fleet, and then we have like the resistance, and there's like not that many of them left, et cetera, et cetera, and so something is that like something that like Guardians has done super well in the first two movies is like those people are always flying to different parts of the galaxy, right, and going on different planets, and we're seeing how those planets are unique and how they interact and how they interact, like the people that live on those planets, right? And Star Wars, we're not getting any of that, and it would have been cool, like you said, to to be able to sort of like feel well, the weight of like what they're fighting against, right? Because we have no idea like what the rest of the universe is doing because. Uh, like Leia calls out for her for her people and nobody responds, which which was kind of stupid too because then she should have just died if she's like nobody anymore, nobody cares about her. They should have just let her die. So well, I, I, I I don't know. I might disagree with the fact that they're not getting any of that in the Star Wars because in the first one you you get to go to Jakku and you, you get a good sense of what that area yeah. is like with her. Yeah, but right. And then yeah, and, 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 and then you go to Maz Kanata's area. Here you I guess you go to the casino place and that's it. You really. Do you get any other planet besides these no. people's ships? So here there's like I guess it kind of goes backwards in that regard. You get you get the yeah. casino planet and you get they go to the abandoned place at the end because they're like, hey, that's a good place to retreat to. But other than that, no. And it would like I feel like they could have actually set that up better because they're gonna they're gonna need more than the poor kids on the casino planet if they're gonna restart <laughs> yeah. the resistance and have it be anything worthwhile in within the span of that one movie. Like I think if, if we still it could have still been a two and a half hour movie and we could have like we said devoted half the time to the Ray, the the Kylo stuff like we wanted and hey then you could have got, found some other interesting way to go to some other interesting planet that is more sympathetic to the resistance and found some way to make that interesting enough that it gives us something to look forward to in episode nine yeah yeah and, and like right now i don't know i don't know where the story is going to go in episode nine and there's like really nothing i'm excited about besides just getting to see adam driver play Kylo Ren because uh, everything else was just really like uninspiring to finish the movie yeah, um, I don't. Yeah, like, cause, cause I, I, like, I don't know I, what to look forward to now. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if I dislike the performance of Rose as much as I did, but like, there's not like the I, 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 you can't. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how anyone can genuinely argue that like anything she and Finn had to do is all that interesting, and that they are super interested to see what they do in the next movie. And um, I, I guess I'm still invested in a Ray Kylo showdown, even if they could have given it more interesting stakes, like you said. I guess one thing they could have done more interesting, like. Well, it's, it's unfortunate because uh, Carrie Fisher passed away after the production of this movie. I feel like yeah. if she had died like during the shooting of it, they might have just like let her die on the scene where she's floating out in the space. And yeah. if they wanted to, they could have just like kept Luke alive because I, I thought it was a weird way for Luke to go out. Um, I'm not going to try and sit here and convince you that he's a really great actor or anything, but like it was just a very weird way for that character to leave given that no one was totally sure what that power was from what I can tell. 
And yeah. if you want to, I understand if you want to keep at least some of the old guard back for the last movie. They had Harrison Ford a big role in the last one. She, Carrie Fisher is a little bigger in this one than she was in the last one. And um, but like, I, I guarantee you, if she hadn't died, like that's what I heard someone say was like, well, the first one was all about race, but like being around Han, and now she was around Luke, and it would have been her and Carrie Fisher because they really did not share the screen that much. And mm-hmm. I think, I think I, you, we would have had something else to look forward to if like we knew one of those people was going to be in the last movie. It would have been because we not going to say there's not going to be any more Star Wars movies like within this regular. Um, series, if you will. I mean, you got the spinoff sure. movies, but as far as there's get, probably going to be a 10 at some point, if you had said, like, there's probably going to be a whatever, another 10 years before they actually do it again, if I had to, I guess, probably. So these other older actors weren't going to be around for that. So we knew we had one of them probably to look around to, look, look forward to their story concluding for the last one. That's not there now either, is my long way of getting to that. You know what I mean? So it, yeah. if, if, if things had just gone a little differently, I can't really blame them for her death. It's just like that would have been something else probably interesting to look forward to is her and Ray interacting more. And you, and you don't have that. It's like you have the Ray Kylo stuff and – I, I, I'm just not that excited about Finn, you know? I mean, I, yeah. uh, and I, I don't really know what they could do with Poe at this point, this late in the game, that's going to make him that interesting. And, you know, it's, that's what we have. Uh, so I, I, will go, I will pay to watch Kylo Ren as long as he is a character in movies, but like, that's, you should probably have more to have fans be genuinely excited about. And maybe the fanboys are more excited about more than we are, but hey, whatever. Yeah, and, and it just goes back to like having interesting character development in the first movie and then sort of, not so much in this movie, aside from Kylo, right? And then mm. it's just like whatever. So I don't know. That, that's how I feel about the Last Jedi. <laughs> um, I don't sorry, know. I, I don't really have much else to add personally. I mean, I, I want to think. think. I want to think for a second and see if there's anything else I have to add. I'd say while we didn't talk a lot specifically about it, the um, I'd say that last. I, I mean, I, I did really enjoy that last act. Like aside from the um, aside from like the Finn stuff. Uh, I like I I just had a lot of fun watching the last act and it looked sick though with like the salt and the the red salt and the white snow and everything like that was dope yeah I I I think they I don't think they should have like no I still really enjoyed watching it. I don't even think they needed to give away that visual in the trailer I didn't watch the second trailer but the first one had that stuff in it and like it's not like a plot point or anything so I get why they put it in there but it's like that was just super cool but I already knew it was coming in a way but like it still looked cool nonetheless I like those um. I like those uh, ice foxes or whatever you want to call them more than the porks. Mm-hmm. Like those were – I don't know. Those, yeah, yeah. those things were just cool looking. They didn't really serve much of a yeah. purpose other than like lead them out of that cave. But, like I thought that was – I mean that was a pretty big purpose though. I kind guess of. so. Well, it was, it was also weird because they were just like, well, there's got to be another way out of here because Luke got in here. But then like, yeah. Luke wasn't actually there. Yeah, there so, <laughs> there's like no subtlety in the film, right? Like it's just weird. But like I, I, I don't know. I just thought those foxes were just like a different kind of visual creature than a lot of what else what you had seen. Um, yeah. In the trilogy to that point, so I don't. know. I just really enjoyed that la- whole. I enjoyed the whole last sequence outside of the Finn stuff a lot. Like I thought it was pretty well done, and I enjoyed it. And it was still a good continuation of the whole Kylo story, Ryan. It was focused on him, which which I appreciated. I I might have gotten a little more out of the Luke Ray stuff than you did, um, and I laughed a few more times than you did. So I'd say I, I was I was fine with it. I just like. Because I like Ryan Johnson, I had much higher hopes for it, and it didn't it didn't meet those expectations, and so I'd say I was disappointed, even if I was still uh, enjoyed my experience more than you did, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that about sums it up. I don't I don't really have anything yeah. else to add. So, um, yeah. so uh, yeah, um, I don't know if there's uh, really anything else I have to say. Uh, are you? Uh, did this make you uh, really excited to go watch? Um, 
uh, solo a Star Wars story in May? Um, no. no. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm only going to watch it because of Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it, it, JJ's, JJ's directing episode nine, right? And then Ryan Johnson's doing that whole new trilogy afterwards. Yeah. He's going to do a trilogy uh, in a totally separate galaxy uh, for whatever. Yeah, thank God. Um, but again, hopefully he can actually write interesting shit. But it seems like he'll be beholden to less. I mean, even if you didn't like what he did here, the powers that be at Lucasfilm liked what he did enough that they're just like, because he was originally going to write nine, and now he's just not even writing yeah. nine. I don't know if I like. It's JJ probably so he can spend more time doing the other three. So, oh, they they did say he's going to do, be doing three. Man, yeah, I mean, man, yeah. shit, he's going to be doing this shit till he's like in his mid fifties. I mean, hopefully he's uh, yeah. really invested in it. But uh, but like he's getting paid, so he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, as far as the stuff like we didn't love about this, I mean, I guess he could have like the stuff that we're talking about that we didn't like. I mean. If you just give him a blank canvas, who knows? Like you, you didn't like Looper as much as I did. You like, but you like the Breaking Bad episodes. I mean, I think he's yeah. a talented dude, and I think there's a higher ceiling for what he can accomplish with whatever he does. We're not going to probably see whatever that movie is for at least another five years. So, uh, if yeah. I had to guess, because it seems like this, whatever it is, it's not even in production yet. It's just like they just signed the agreement to do it. But like, hey, it'll like. It seems like they've already kind of exhausted a lot of their storytelling possibilities within this corner of Star Wars. So, yeah. who, like, who knows? Maybe he'll just, like, really go all out creating new interesting stuff. I don't know. We got a while before we have to worry about that, though. So, Yeah, and, and the, th- the thing that's cool is he's a fan, and he's handled the backlash pretty positively on, but on there, Twitter. But has there even been that much tell. backlash? I mean, I guess the thing we're talking um, about it's like – I guess some uh, people haven't liked it. I just feel like they're – I feel like more people might be a little but apathetic it, like us as opposed to like, you suck. You're sure, old. but you know, we, we've seen people like come out and defend their shitty movies and stuff. True. And he's just like, like he, he's been very open to people having like, hey, listen, you can have your own opinion, whatever, whatever. And he just seems like a positive. Yeah, nice like his Twitter person, persona so. is like nice enough. Yeah. For yeah, yeah. For, for whatever that's so, worth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean. Again, we don't get a ton of feedback, but we definitely want to hear what you guys think about Star Wars because uh, we're not the two biggest Star Wars fans. And of movie critics, we're probably on the bottom scale of like people that care about Star Wars. So That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys want to hit us up, hit Josh up on Twitter at? Uh, at Josh Chernovoy, J-O-S-H-J-U-R-N-O-V-O-I. And- uh, you can f- – yeah, you can find me at a clambake, a k l e m b a k e, podcast Twitter fifty two and fifty two pod. Josh is posting the pods up there. Give us a retweet, a follow, all that. Um, and fifty two and fifty two pod at gmail.com If you guys want to send us an email for whatever reason, you have more than two hundred and eighty characters. That's cool <laughs> with us too. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys aren't too offended by our Star Wars takes, and we'll see you guys next time.